A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite preview. We are the Deadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidrick to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. Where we do daily wrestling <laughs> podcasts where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision, Raw Smackdown, the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick look ahead to AEW Dynamite tonight. And they've clearly listened to our podcast from earlier on in the week, Sidge, and made some changes. Indeed, this <laughs> seems... Um, what word? Cynical? Is that a word here? Look, I'm excited for this card. Trust me, I'll be in a pretty decent decent mood, I think, uh, throughout this recording. But it does seem like our response is maybe a nicer way of saying it than cynical. I mean, you cannot, you know, just unsign Ric Flair. I mean, you could, and you should, but you won't. (laughs) Paul White's going to be, you know, shambling his way to the ring um, in one day less than... um, I don't know where that is. Oh, there we go. One day less than... Nine days! So, no, no, in two (laughs) days less than... Nine days! I watch it on a Thursday, essentially. Yeah. Um, And you can't undo months' worth of bad booking. You cannot instantly shine up and reheat the at this point, countless members of the roster who just do not have that same sheen and that same buzz as they did, I don't know, yeah, 18 months ago. You cannot course correct in one week. So if you were, if this show is as good as advertised, it looks pretty damn good. Don't ask me if the power is back. I think this process will take a while. Mm. As we discussed on the Turning Point podcast, which if you've somehow missed... Um, it's up there with the very best work we think we've ever done. Mm. So give that a listen for more on in-depth thoughts. This could be a very good show. A very, very good show. The thing about AEW, and maybe we should put this a point across more often, or at least I should, is that even in these creative doldrums months, um, they are still capable, not just on pay-per-view, of putting on a really, really good dynamite mm. with the odd crap bit, but like it's look at the roster, it's impossible. Mm. It is absolutely impossible. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's the start of a period of introspection, if not a renaissance. As I said, I think that'll take a while. But this does seem like a direct response to here are the issues we are laying bare with the company. Right. Well, how about this? How about this? It, I did find it funny uh, that we knew we were going to get backlash for obviously and, and and I get it look the the title is very sensational but that kind of is the I content. believed it I believed it it's the content game that and I believed well. it yeah 
But I also uh, found you, it. Yeah. Yes, I believed <laughs> in that title. I also found it funny the, the same people who said, "There's no problems. Why are you complaining about problems? Stop talking about problems." Every time we raise issue with anything with regards to AW, and yes, we always say we all hold it to a higher standard than the Fed. But the same people who were saying, "There's no problems. Why are you talking about problems? There's not even any problems. There's no problems. Stop talking about problems." The moment they announced the show, went, "Here we go. Turned it around, guys. Turned around from what? Because yeah, I know. You've got to turn around and say, oh, it's, it's all fine. It's all fine.' And that's why things had to change, and they've done this show. Yeah, uh, well, aye. And there's there's cloud vampires, aren't yeah. they? That's like I think at this point, like AW has been around long enough to like have those accounts that once upon a time when AW was that hot, just felt like they were they weren't even blanket positivity accounts. They were just blanket sharing accounts. Yeah, it was just ninety five percent of dynamite was. Positive, and it was things. Well, like, you were have you seen to this? Say. They've announced this for next week yeah. or whatever. Like yeah, the, the, gra- the era of the I essentially was one of those accounts. Well, like, but the era of the graphic drop being as exciting as it was will never be forgotten by those that lived through it. Like, oh my God, what's he come up with now? You know, when you were seeing Forbidden Door cooking for the first time, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you said a word before this, and I. This feels like the best time to bring it up on a podcast. I saw, bless him, young fans looking for a nickname for the current era of WWE. Because it's like, guys, we had, and then you know when just people make their own ones. Like we had the 20th century SmackDown on Fox. <laughs> yeah, I, that's better than what than this one. That's great. But I was seeing a lot. He of loves it. that cinema yeah. boy. Well, but <laughs> cinema boy <laughs> absolutely loves it. <laughs> but the problem with that is, of course, it's too clever because it's not one word before era. Good point. So there was uh, the Bloodline era. They're going to say cinema era, aren't they? No. Ah. Uh, Can I tell you how much I love playing games? What's a new year called, apparently? Yeah. So, three guesses. Yeah, you can have three guesses. Either between you or separately. So, it's not cinema, and it's not bloodline. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to merge cinema and era there. That doesn't really work. Cinemira. Yeah. They're just not that. I was going to use the word clever. I don't mean that. They're just not that uh, try hard. They just find the word that they like that they feel sums up this current run of the game Triple H, the Chef Triple H. Is that the Triple H era? No. No, we're not going to go that as a guess. No, that's not going to be. Yeah. No, I won't count that as a guess. It's fine. Um, goat, it's very in. Mm. It's not in, in the Wilborn household. I'm banned from saying it. Uh, actually, <laughs> I give my wife the ick when I say goated. Because we're too old to be saying it, really, aren't we? I, trick, I tricked Anna Louise into it. Oh, I didn't tell I was going to tell you. I tricked Anna Louise into it yesterday because we were talking about baby powder, thrilling conversations that we have as, as <laughs> new parents, obviously. And uh, I don't know what your your two's... Actually, intrigued to know this. Uh, your two's opinion on baby certain baby powders are. Um, but some of our friends are uh, they're a cow and gate household. We're very much Kender Mill. Um, Do you want to know my opinion on baby powder? What's that? We never used it. No, I was just thinking that. Because like, when you said Cow and Gate, I was thinking of formula. Yeah, they did the formula. That's what I mean, sorry. Oh, sorry, formula. Yeah, yeah, ca- yeah. I, Cow and Gate, because when we first got Charlie out of hospital, that was the one that we'd been given it was yes. a premix. And then when we looked in Asda, it was like a quid cheaper than Aptamil, I think it was. Aptamil's one, yeah. So, okay. like, it was a pound cheaper, and all of them, uh, come on, let's be honest, the same. So. I had a different brand. What are those two brands you said? Aptamil and Kendamil. Aptamil and Kendamil. Um, our brand was go f- yourself, Dad. I only want breast. That's hard for you sleeping. Oh, it? it was hard yeah. for my. Like, it's a little. Can't see that on the old shows. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a little GFY. It's a little 
squirming thing that doesn't really know you exist. So, and I took it personally. Yeah. So I really got down about it. Um, so thanks for those memories. <laughs> Eventually, we started to do a hybrid. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, he just got it. I don't mm. think Charlotte ever did, but this, but th- at this point, I was like, I oh, know they'll start to love me eventually. Um, <laughs> what's that got to do with the era? Uh, yeah, sorry, we were talking about um, baby formula, <laughs> and uh, she said, "Oh, so and so went uh, Cal and Kate," and I was like, "Oh no, I, I really like our, our Kendra Mill. It's kind of the best, isn't it?" And she went, "Yeah, it's kind kind of goated, isn't it?" And she went, "Yeah." Oh wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you said it. That counts." Um, so let's go. go I'll go go to era. No. Nope. Okay. Got two more guesses. Yeah. Uh, Do you want clue? Pa- no. Pa- no. Right. No. Right. Right. Papa. 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 Papa era. <laughs> papa edge era. The, the papa era. That's a good guess. How did you, we're burned through two guesses. But no. Papa the popper era. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, yeah. I won't go out as a third. You can have one more. So, <laughs> Sorry. So Kukin go at Papa edge cinema. Um, no bloodline. This is like they're not going to call it post Vincent or post means. <laughs> Idiots aren't all fair with Latin. The hmm, this is going to really annoy me. Yeah. I love it for all that it conjures. I really do. Like, I love this for all that. And like, I think it, I don't know if it'll infuriate you. It would have infuriated 2021 you. It'll infuriate some people that still have this deep loathing for all the Fed does, even when it's good. But I love what this also implies. I really like this. I don't think this will stick, but I love that I was seeing it so many times. But people going, yeah, that's good, actually. Makes total sense. <laughs> The where back era? So maybe some like, you know, like people are like, oh, what about the attitude era from back in the day? Is there any like attitude 2.0 or like new attitude or something like that? Because they, they're basically the re- saying, oh, remember the re- reality era. <laughs> what does that mean? terrible, isn't it? Should we have the clue? Yeah, is it, is it a well-worn clue or is it actually any use? It's, <laughs> I think it's very useful clue. Go on then. Sidrick has said this word on this podcast already. Trying to fill in gap, <laughs> so the emergency tape doesn't kick in. What's the emergency tape? Oh, it's the radio thing. Doesn't matter. Was it like on? I, I think XFM's is uh, Oasis. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, I don't know if it's like some might say or something. They've yeah. got a song that just like if in doubt, Radio X listeners. Oh God, the system's gone down. They bloody love Oasis. Just yeah. shovel them some sh. <laughs> like the, they. Uh, some might say it's all right, but you know. What I mean? My favorite is when uh, they used say to, a lot of words. They used to um, have to do it on the football. Obviously, mm. they'd host the football. And then, you know, there'd be a minute silence. And that isn't going to play on, uh, on a oh. commercial radio station. So they'd have to, but obviously they're not going to talk through it. That's horrendous. So they'd have to be like, and now, the uh, minute silence. Like 20 seconds would go by, and then you just hear them just conveniently go, sorry, Sid. I've got to do that on quite regular intervals, in fact. So something goes out. Um, what have you said, Sid? I say a lot of words. <laughs> so about AEW in the intro, and uh, I said something like... You said Renaissance? Renaissance era. The Renaissance no! era! Oh, I got the f***ing! And I love that because it like paints this picture of this, like, 
once fallen great artifact that has risen again like the, the but it's the market leader finally leading the market yeah <laughs> that's what's happening like, it's great but like, that, that's what's occurring I'd love to see these people try and spell it <laughs> yeah uh, copy and pasted but the wrong one it's spelled like the first part of it it's just Rene Paquette yeah. uh, tonight we've got a world title match MJF versus Daniel Garcia. What was his other dance? Remember he had another dance for a bit when he was still getting on TV? He introduced a second dance, didn't he? Did he? That was it, yeah. Oh, thing, yes, yeah. we were doing that one. He had the hand in front of his... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was better. I think so, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Ghostbusters 2 with Daniel Garcia dances. He tweeted today. There's more than two Ghostbusters in that film, isn't there? Very good. That's a call. That's callback. We call it a callback in the industry. <laughs> yeah, check the NXT podcast out on YouTube for more. If you don't know what Wilbon's calling back to, and Cedric is looking at me like he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. He told the Ryback story. He told the Ryback. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's the deep cut. Yeah. Can I listen to? Need to listen to all the podcasts. If anything, can to I the read? end as well? Because then that's when the ad. It's like a third advert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I read the Danny Garcia tweet? Feels relevant. Yes, please. yes. He tweeted this morning. Uh, this one feels bigger than me. For Ricky. For private party. For Moriarty, for Take, for Anna, for Darius, for Ethan, for Action, for Stoke, maybe even for Sammy and Utah. We take it back and we lead AW into the future, the right way. Restore the feeling. Now, I understand why he's saying that, because he's taking on 25-year-old MJF <laughs> the main event. But Murray showed me this tweet, and we were having a conversation about it, and he read it as, like, really involving himself in his own story and being like, how oh, it's not just about tonight's title match, which I guess, if this is kayfabe, he's talking himself into winning. But that he's saying, not only do I win the belt, like I changed the game, and like it's going to be the Daniel Garcia era and blah, blah, blah. I read this when I first saw it completely differently. I saw this as like an extended version of that, for the boys, tweet by Trent or whoever it was, and they frigging sent Colt Cabana out there out to make a point in 2022. I'd take it for himself. Yeah. Can't forget that. Like, you, I get it. But, like, there's a good chance that part of the reason this match is taking place, to Sidge's point, is that it's a response. Yeah. And he said, restore the feeling. So you've got no more contender going out there and basically saying, the feeling's gone. I was listening to the World Culture <laughs> Podcast, the feeling's gone. Uh, there are a bunch of names that, whether they, I'm assuming conversations happen all the time, but they were probably willing to have their name included in a tweet that uh -huh. implies perhaps that all of these specific names are unhappy or don't feel like they've been represented well by the booking. I think this is a pretty massive dig. And is it that, or is it a storyline thing? What's going on with this? Uh, my interpretation was this was a meta where all a bit pissed, or at least I'm pissed, and I'm pissed on their behalf at an absolute minimum. Restore the feeling, the idea that, you know, you've got your Copelands, you've got your uh, Flares, you've got your White, you've got your Jericho, who hasn't even feuded with the JAS that much, really. I know they've recently been sort of courted or absor absorbed into the Callas family. Yeah, I very much read this tweet in the same tone, and this is uh, less than ideal, of, like, Mustafa Ali on Raw Talk, or, you know, yeah. even the years and years before that of people saying, I want opportunities. Bi-monthly Raw Talk shoot promo. And even going back as far as 2015 or 16, when Stardust was cutting that promo as Stardust come Cody Rhodes of old men eating young men dying, I want some steak, I need something more than this dickhead character. And all of them apart from Kane got signed yeah. by AEW. Yes. Like. <laughs> I, it, it, that's Daniel Garcia tweet registered to me as this weird, and I hate it when wrestling companies become this self-aware entity 
that is flawed. Like, come on, I just want to be a backdrop. I understand it's got to be a brand. I understand tribalism and challenge a brand and business. And as much as it's exhausting, there is a purpose. You want people to fall in love with the brand because if you if the people fall in love with the brand and people become just absolutely bound to those initials, doesn't matter who's performing for the company with those initials. No, because it's all about the brand. Doesn't matter how good it is anymore. No, it, it has to be good as the brand. I understand all that, but I don't like it when a company presents itself as a flawed fictional entity mm. or the characters within it do that it's my least favorite things about wwe it's like oh why am i watching it then i need some authority i need to know that this place is like on the up and up mm. it's got a good value system or a good pretend one even like jack tunney wwf like 1991 yeah. i don't think it had a particularly good value system actually because look what happened in 1992 <laughs> but you know what i mean the facade i yeah, hate yeah. that facade i hate the fact that this is uh yeah even hollyoaks doesn't go god what are the chances of this happening, eh? Like mm. acknowledging the bad writing that like they have. Like a big cell phone yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't like this tweet, but, you know, he's a young lad. He's going to make these tweets. Um, he's going to post... Been, he's been pissed off. Yeah. He's not hit that, has he, Liv? He's, he's been pissed off. So. They, are, um, they are an adventure. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that tweet is how I... That's how I read that tweet, rather. This match is going to be exceptional. Yeah. This match is going to be great. Um, there's no chance of a title change, realistically. Um... But we are going to get MJF doing the dance and then the wanker sign. Yes, we are. Uh, oh, my God. He is, uh, he is going to do that. I hope he does that. Um, MJF is an incredibly capable technical wrestler. We saw that against Danielson. He is going to... I really hope this is like a nice, understated match. MJF is so good at everything that he can do the Kenny Omega match. That was a story. I can do that match. I can do the Iron Man. I can go to, to with Danielson. I can work these incredible PWG matches in arenas like I did with the fa uh, with the four way at Double or Nothing. Like I want to see, I don't know, a more disciplined, serious side of MGF because he did the Omega match. He's been doing a lot of very loud, like the kangaroo kick. It's like he's got this incredible formula for eliciting a response. It's not necessarily an emotional response. It's not necessarily a lasting response. I just want to see this be a proper wrestling match. Like, I want this to be very serious, very intricate, low on the house showy spots. Um, I don't know, I just think that combined with the skits, it can feel like not like he's trivializing it because it's what wrestling is ultimately. You want the fans to want you to do a move and then you do the move. At its mm. essence, that is babyface pro wrestling. I know it can feel a bit lightweight, especially when he's doing tags and stuff like that. I would like to see a less, some just fewer house showy spots. Mm. I sort of feel a certain degree of sympathy for MJF at the moment because there's always, like, has there ever been a period in his career where he's not answering critics for something, like in his work? When if, when AW launched, it was, well, he can talk, but he can't really wrestle. And then he kind of proved them wrong over and over and over again. But then it was, well, can he get serious enough? And then he works the CM Punk feud, and that's kind of transcendent stuff, and that's probably the first period. And then he does the work shoot thing, and it's like, ah. Oh, that's a bit passe, that's a bit old hat. So he dis he sells that thing, and it's punk that kills it, ultimately. Like, he sells that like a problem. That's the friggin' Sandman getting blinded by the cigarette stuff, isn't it, when he yeah. goes into hiding. And then he comes back, and then John Moxley 
clearly doesn't think he can give you at that level, and he does. And then he does the eye. There's always a thing, and now we're into this era of well, he's done this, 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 and, and he's. I love this thing about I'm the best, this, I'm the best, this, I'm the best, this, and it's shoot. That is low key the best babyface quality he's got while he kind of scrambles around in the dark. Is that the babyface who delivers on his promise? Yeah, I I love that as is like the year-long story of him as a babyface. We're currently in this era of, and I I do get the criticism, by the way, of like there being too much comedy and stuff, but I think you can still apply that to it being a character choice. The man that is reaching out so far that he hasn't really realised how far he's reaching with the kangaroo kick especially. Yeah. Uh, uh, But with this one, I agree. I would like him to scale it back. But I just, I don't know. Like, I, I can't, but I, I I want Red Death out of Daniel Garcia tonight more than I want Dancing Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean for that little issue, but it doesn't feel like we're going to get that either. It feels like it has to be this Daniel Garcia almost being broken out of this gimmick by MJF out wrestling. I think that will take, I'll take I think that will be a key story beat. One thing when you said about MJF has ever been a period of his character is run where he hasn't been fiercely criticized by some quarter or another. One point I think is worth pointing out as well. I, I don't like talking about the AW audience like it's a hive mind. I think the opposite is true because they've promised such a buffet mm. that no one's got this idealized version of AW because it's so it embraces and has embraced so much. So we're in it. We're in it now. Yeah. There's no one take on why it's gone yeah. wrong, is there? Yeah. So I don't like to attack like the fan community or whatever. Is this hive mind or people said this, but. They also said this. It's yeah. different people. It's different That's people. Fair. One thing I want to point out, though, is that, and I'm only saying this because I did notice a lot, a lot, a lot of people who made this point. So I think that's close enough to be a consensus where I can say uh, a lot of people, and that's you know worthy of addressing, not just one person saying one thing, is that when CM Punk was getting pushed as the top star when Hangman Page was a champion, a few echoes to Punk and Cena almost, is that people said that AEW has got this, and I called it the Spotify Premium Era. Mm. There's just so much, there's, there's so many people that you're asked to invest in that it never feels like you've just got that LP or that CD from HMV and you just want to listen to it, and that's the main thing. Mm. Like, when Hangman Page was a champion, a lot of people complained, oh, the champions, the champions should be all over the TV. I, re- I read that millions of times. Yes, I remember. In, what, March 2022. Yeah. The champion isn't on TV enough. The champion isn't the focal point of this company. Should be everywhere, should be everywhere, should be everywhere. MGF is the focal point. He's everywhere. He's mm. got lots of different storylines going on. He isn't just taking a backseat to whoever's on top, and you've kind of got what you wanted, and you're complaining about that as well. Yeah. As I said, I don't like framing takes like that, but I think there is enough in it. Mm. I <laughs> you've summed up something about me there, because I remember feeling that about Hangman Page, and it's, I feel like I'm getting it with MJF. Yeah. He's the thing I like mm. still about AEW, because I feel like his stuff matters, and I know that people see the comedy and think, well, it can't matter because it's comedic, but other than the fact that he's probably not fought quite hard enough to get that belt back, for my liking... Every other aspect of what MJF's up to at the moment is the stuff I'm still the most engaged with. I was I, Again, I think it was why I was kind to last week's Dynamite. The show long storyline was at least a storyline about mm. the thing that I get, you know? Speaking of which, uh, JY also in action tonight. I suppose technically, I've just talked to both of you about this. After tonight, the full gear main event could be Daniel Garcia versus Mark Briscoe. That, right, is not if, happening. If that, <laughs> if that was being laboured on as a possibility, then you could argue... That's quite neat. That's quite fun how these things have arrived. The fact that that is barely being discussed 
highlights that this is really bad booking. <laughs> like that ultimately we're in a period of disarray mm. because that's what a unique set of circumstances that champion and challenger can just be replaced week off. What a cool thing that would be if that was on a go-home show. Like, well, I think there's a, a prominent example of how that almost happened. Uh, when China was suddenly in the main event of SummerSlam 99. That was just really hot. Yeah. How's, how's this freaking happened? Mm. We're going to get China versus Austin. Well, I had that, we, we had it in AEW to a certain extent, not quite to the level, but I remember you two loving the fact that Hangman Page was just, he had kind of a straightforward match against Brian Cage, we thought. Uh-huh. And then he wins that, and then probably he's in the position to be the title challenger. It was double nothing in 2021. People go, thought the, that. The go to rankings era, they're calling it. Was, it. it was class because I just thought, <laughs> oh, it's too soon. I want to be on this journey f- with Page for longer. <sighs> double or nothing, I'm... I really want to go another pay-per-view cycle with this. Um, and then they went another pay-per-view cycle. Yeah. Obviously, it was two, but, you know, it still worked out. Aye. Um, what we're talking about, Briscoe White. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good idea because uh, I just think that Jay White's not considered a top heel by this fan base. They see him as this excellent in-ring talent whose hit rate hasn't been amazing, uh, not great, but I think he's seen as someone who can work at his absolute best, brilliant, brilliant matches, and aren't Bullet Club Gold a bit fun and obnoxious and meme-hungry and, oh, God, Blade. Uh, he doesn't come off as the most serious threat to MGS title. doesn't come off as despicable. Like, I would struggle to... I don't know how good of a promo Jay White is. How many of his promos can you realistically remember? couple of New Japan press conference ones. I like, when, he I the, like, when he had the meltdown, I yeah, remember that. That was I, good. I like listening to Jay White, but he doesn't leave you a lot see with me. I, I find him like an enjoyable orator, but I wouldn't say that like he... Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't yeah. say anything. Yeah. He does not say anything. Like, it's, he doesn't it's say anything memorable. Breathing switchblade and the catalyst and all that has never really meant anything. Ever, yeah. really. But I think he's like quite nice to listen to. And he sounds like... I believe him in the moment, but yeah, there's not. he doesn't leave this like big uh, footprint. I don't really believe him. I think it's an absolutely spec. Well, not spectacular. That's not the word. I think it's a very, very, very good craftsman. But I don't see him as a top heel. People don't despise him. People aren't paying for his blood. And again, like I hate to do this big macro thing about everything. Right? Mm. Heat is such a weird concept for 2023 wrestling, but it still pursues it. It still operates with every finish you see, mm. every promo you see. It's still wrestling. Still operates as if Ernest Heat exists. All wrestling's kind of fundamentally flawed on that level. Yeah. Because it doesn't... People are willing to play along, and that's bittersweet in its own way. I don't even think they play along with Jay White. They just listen to him and talk and go, oh, I'm sure the match will be good. And I don't think that's helping this program at all. I don't think it's helping the perception of AEW at all. I don't want to go studs up on Jay White. Like, a lot of people think he's boring as f***. I don't. <laughs> no. Like, people are even lower on White yeah. as, a full, uh, uh, as the whole package than I am. I think the man is unbelievably skilled. I talk yeah. about effusively about his ring positioning, his cut-offs, like his timing, like his ability to craft things. I think he's an incredible in-ring talent, but he's not a top heel. And getting back to this preview, pairing him against one of the most endearing, likable, sympathetic guys you've got on that roster is really good matchmaking from Tony Khan. I think it's really, really inspired um, because you kind of want him to be a bastard kind of want to resent mm. Jay White. And as I said, it is a weird thing that in 2023, wrestling does heat when it kind of can't. But maybe if it's Briscoe, in the moment you can play along and think Jay White's a prick for putting him away. 
That's a really great. You're really good, you. That's Thank a really you. great point about heat. Like I was thinking there when you were saying that when you first mentioned, it, I was thinking, right, well, what are the examples? Something should come to your head about like where's the heat? Where's the heat of a bad guy doing a bad thing that you hated? And I immediately thought of Roman beating Cody, and other than this arsehole on my right hand side, everyone else in the building just being heartbroken. Heartbreak. I is was heartbroken at the moment, but then I suddenly realised, you know, I'm smarter than that. So heartbreak is the new heat, isn't it? You're not going to boo in anger. Yeah. You're going to sit there devastated. Like, and that was me engaged in the story. God damn it. Like, and then that was followed by what the frig have they just done? But in the yeah. moment I was like, Roman, you prick like that. And then it was, it was sadness. It wasn't like, I'm not booing his actions. I'm just sad at my hero not mm. yeah. seeing it through. Yeah. Like this being a response, you know, response booking, right? You know, another way of phrasing response booking is that maybe Tony Khan is trying to listen again. AW wants a really great listening company and they took things. They didn't necessarily take them. Also, Zach Flair, yeah. No, but it didn't take them wholesale. They took them on board. And I think that was what you could see for a period of time. Is there a chance that another thing they're going to take on board tonight, especially if this goes on first or before Garcia MJF, is that people really don't like or buy this belt theft. Belt theft is not going to sell pay-per-views. It's not going to sell this rivalry. Could Mark Briscoe be the best possible guy to hand this belt back to MJF? I'm not saying he wins. He gets beat. Bullet Club, there's a schmoz after the fact where the Bullet Club gold is sent packing. And it's Mark Briscoe that holds the AW World title in his yeah, hand. Yeah, that visual. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Stuck with this belt theft thing now. And he ju- but like Jay no, White's carrying that physical belt into full gear. But Jay White finds the heat next week because like that's done away with. And MJF walks into the main event with the belt back in his hands. And that's like, oh, well, maybe Garcia's going to win it because he can see it now as well, mm. you know? I have to say, with regards to Jay White, I think he's sensational, obviously. I I think there's a chance they straight up have a five-star match at uh, full, <laughs> despite yeah, everything. Could I, I, I agree with Sid on that it's one. It's kind of tight with uh, his stars and MJF. The thing is, like, if Mark Briscoe gets the belt somehow and gives it to MGF, you've completely undone what is a bad story that they should never have done. But then, if again, if he does like another belt theft angle, because he kind of has to carry it into full gear at this point, I think everyone in the crowd's just going to go... You're joking. Not another one? Fair enough. Asked and answered. The guns steal the ring of on a tag belt. We still got one of them. <laughs> still, still, it's still good. Still counts. Look, this is uh, the storyline has not worked. There's nothing they can do at this point. I don't think to make it feel like you know the top tier, like Cody Chris Jericho. What's the you biggest? Don't ma- talk enough about how goated that program was. What's the biggest match going the full game this year? Is, it, is the world title still the biggest match? Well, that they're doing. Go, yeah, the biggest. It's. Page Swerve feeling bigger than... No, because it's declined in quality since the Wrestle Dream match. Moxley Orange just feels like a reset. Like, I'm so uninspired by that. I think the the thing about Full Gear is that the main event is a bit of a dud. It just hasn't worked. And the other two big singles matches announced at time of recording are going to be very good but uninspiring. And, like, that is my... It's a lot of people's relationship with professional wrestling. It's mm. like... Oh, it's going to be good on the night, but who, uh, do I really care who wins? Do I care who wins? Yeah. And the trios match should be fun. Sheeta and Storm should be great on the night. Yeah, and but again. I feel like it can't be arsed with the build. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, this is another problem that they're going to encounter with these monthly pay-per-views. What I was going to say with regards to the Jay White thing earlier, though, is a lot of times when he's cutting promos right now, I'm just waiting for Juice Robinson to get the microphone. And I think he's going to cost Mark Briscoe to circle back. He's going to cost Mark Briscoe. And they're going to do a gimmick match at full gear because I want a big promo off between Juice and Mark Briscoe. Uh, that would, that's uh, right there. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I prefer it. 
<laughs> I, I don't know what that's going to do to our YouTube channel if it gets pressed on there. Could be hell on. Could be like using New Japan content, but I think like for the audio ones only. Uh, no, a quick word from Lou Baker. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, there's also another title match tonight at Sige. It is Samoa Joe record-breaking ROH TV champion, going up against Keith Lee. If it was 2017 PWG Keith Lee going up against 2005 ROH Samoa Joe, I think you'd still have think pieces written about how good that match was like 20 years from now. It isn't that. I'm, what does it look like? I, I'm kind of really looking forward to this. Like, they will... I think this has got a great chance of really getting over. Uh, sorry, we should have done this before the show. Um, what does WrestleTix look like for the... Uh, Ooh, we'll have a look, yeah. You have a look while I talk about this, because I kind of want... I think this is the kind of match that'll get the holy sh- chant when they do the face-off. Yeah. I think they'll get... I'm going to be positive about this. Look, Shane Taylor's going to run interference at the finish. I don't think... It's got this weird aversion to beating Keith Lee, so much so that they just don't use him. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it'll be clean. I think Shane Taylor, they've teased this feud. I think he'll interfere. Um, so I'm not expecting a clean finish, and my standards should be higher, but I just feel like this should be such a cool spectacle before we get to the inevitable that I'm willing to give it a pass. Um, so it is at... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. AW Dynamite, Wednesday, November 8th, at the... Boda Center... How can you make that day? Yeah, that's a new gimmick, is it not? Uh, the Motor Boat Center. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Correct. Because yeah. um, you're shivering because you're cold. <laughs> November. Yeah. Yeah. You've right. got a big old upper deck unsold, it would appear. <laughs> They're currently set up for 4948. Tickets distributed 4104. It's about 1,000 more than they've been doing. So that's not... That unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That's not that unhealthy. They might get a good walk up as well because it's a very in ring heavy match card. I I want Joe and I, I think when people used to go to rampage up there as well. 
<laughs> I think Joe and Lee will get them from the first second. I think they'll get the big holy chant just for the face-off, and I think they will. Imagine Joe noping a Keith Lee high spot, mm-hmm. and then Keith Lee just going, don't make a fool of me. <laughs> sir. Insolent, sir. Yeah. And then, well, how would that sound? Simone Joseph, you have besmirched me for the final time. Correct. And then he can fire up like, bombs, like ridiculous, like Joe doing a toe and getting caught. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am bang up for this. I don't yeah. care about the inevitable crap finish. 98% of this, I think, they're going to get you. Good bit of matchmaking as yeah. well, because this is the kind of... Again, you have divided Tony Khan. I wish he was like, still got it, still mm-hmm. fighting for that title, right? Because he has divided his audience, which I've already said fundamentally from day one the idea that, oh, it's something for everyone, but it's not everything for everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the cause and solution, this AEW like selling point, but he has further divided that audience between the hardcores who will bloody. Rewatch Dark Elevation on YouTube in the spare friggin' time between the people who are like, oh, it's just like, it's skit heavy and I kind of hate it and the original vibe's gone. So, big men slapping me. It kind of appeals to every single wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one universal thing of obviously WWE fans like that. People who've watched like, you know, like even like the sort of just that style plays well absolutely everywhere. Like, you get even the most tedious snob <laughs> on Twitter will watch Big Japan mm-hmm. and love that kind of yeah. bruising action. It's just the thing that is every wrestling fan has seen in every era has a, a nostalgic attachment. And it's just this primal <laughs> thing that people are just into. And I think it's such an inspired choice to do that match. We've had criticism of this promotion for a long time. Like ever since Brawl Out, it's felt off. Mm. The build to Revolution 2023 was very uninspired. Like, oh, another gauntlet with Ricky and Jericho. The gloves have been off for a while. Like, they've really come off now. So this is a response, not just to last week. And you, you're gonna, you are going to have some dickhead on Twitter, on X, ignore them tomorrow saying, <laughs> yeah, fairly certain this got booked a while ago or whatever. I think this is a response to a lot of mm. criticism, but this is the perfect response. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it can miss. I hope those aren't like famous last words. It's it's to Cedric's point. It's every version of like two or three great things. It's not just like Hobbs and Miro is a really great meaty man slapping meat match, but they can't fly like Joe and Keith Lee still can. And kind of. It, it, I was and in such a way that'll surprise you because they've got to save them up a little bit now, and I think they'll like uncork a few here. Um, they can. You've got, like, hard-hitting... Like, Jay White is a guy that can, like, chop you really hard, like a low-key great chopper in the vein of a Gunther on his day. Yeah. These two can hit just as hard mm. when it becomes that bit of the match. You know, there's the Tom Urishi brand of selling where neither of them really wants to die, so they'll absorb more punishment before they eventually sell. Again, that's what they... There's a load of these things that they can trade in, and they can do it together. And I just think this can offer you three or four... It's not just... Oh, yeah, like, I wish the big man wouldn't fly so much. He should probably stay on his feet a bit more. It's a little bit of everything great. I think this will be absolutely tremendous. This is more so than Garcia MJF for me. This is the a little bit of the matchmaking flair 
that he's still got because he should every week because yeah. the roster's so big. I'm going to tweet about this. I think I have some likes. <laughs> Uh, and something I might tweet about and get rather angry about, depending on what happens on tonight's show, uh, regards the young legend, uh, Swerve Strickland, uh, taking on Penta. Because if Hangman Page shows up during this match, I'm going to be absolutely furious. Why? Because... Uh, you should do it at the start of the show. He should, should do it at the start of the show. He should do it at the start of Or he should have done it on Friday. You knew. How did you know? This Saturday. Uh, Saturday, sorry, yeah. That's what I mean. You knew it was going to be an action. Should have gone to Swerve's house. Oh, I watched the AR Fox thing as well. The fight to the pyro was good. Yeah, it was. Should actually use that with Paige. I know. Exactly. Oh, I, was the match. I was like, how that was, what visual that was when they're like, how yeah. has something indirectly made me think even less of the Hangman Page character? <laughs> like, you ain't a man. <laughs> you ain't a man. That's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. Got him. To quote the great. If he wants to fight Swerve, he wants to get his bloody hands on Swerve, we Do said it at the very, very start of the show with a weapon, and then he can excuse him from the storyline by saying, look, like, we are worried you're really going to hurt this guy. Should be the lights out main event for full gear. I'd put him in that cage, that AEW cage. Trap, swerve. Page has got him That's where he wants him. Locked better. door. Nana in a shark cage as well. Yeah. Loads of metal. Mm. So MGF, if you look at the stats of headlining pay-per-views, he could do with being the centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Aye, that cage. Because, uh, or, or at least say on collision, of course, Hangman Page has been banned from the arena tonight. Uh, that would be know, enough. He, would... he didn't know this match. This match wasn't announced on last week's Dynamite, where he was like, oh, bloody, I've been, I've been prevented from getting my hands on him this week, but next yeah, week I'll get he could, he was, He's in the locker room. Yeah. He should have yeah. kicked that door down, but we're not really getting, relitigating that, or at least I'm not, I can't be honest. No. They should have Hangman Page open the show again, with Hangman Page, well, for the first time, rather, but I'm saying again they should do this. With Hangman Page, like, a good visual. Like, remember the backstage chaos of AEW, especially during the pandemic with dailies, but, like, the brawls with Santana and the books and stuff. Yeah. Like, it did feel like a bit Attitude Era E or WCWE. Mm. Like, a good visual of the locker room door, right? Hangman Page literally kicking it down. Yeah. Like, kicking that thing down sending some of them scurrying and all the rest of it. Um, of course, we established last week that they've all got individual locker rooms. <laughs> so I don't know how that works. But, you know, different arena, different times. Different unless, unless they just have the match and then the lights go down, lights come back up, and Penta's still in there. Wait a second, that's not Penta. Oh, it's Hangman Page in a Penta mask. I mean, that's really great. That's absolutely superb. Like, you see Hangman Page getting booted out of the arena at the start of the show. The match takes place and Swerve thinks he's safe. And then... Stands it's over, Penna, I told you, prick. Yep, like, I love that. And it's a Jer- uh, he's influenced by Jericho. Away from the page talk, sorry, I like to talk in one minute. If we just concentrate on the match for a, f- a moment in and of itself before the page thing happens, or ideally after the page thing happens, um, this should be lunacy. <laughs> Penna and Swerve are both mental, and this could be the Sicko's Head Drop Festival match. So you've got the Sicko's Head Drop mes- Festival match, You've got the intricate technical world title match, and you've got the beef fest. And this card's yeah. looking pretty damn good. I'd quite like Paige to open the show and just say, right, we're here at work. And that's that's it. Like, uh, where's Swerve? I want Swerve right now. Da, da, da. Even if you give me Prince Nana saying, oh, there's a, um, a restraining order, or that like that terminates a full gear, like something along those lines that keeps them separate. So you can still feel the bubbling frustration, Hangman Page. You could even have... Page really like like obviously really furious about it and there's not a lot he can do and then feed right in to the match and you get to have Swerve making his entrance as P 
Page has been not carted out of the building by security, but he's been forced to leave, basically. Just give him his agency back a little bit. Because it's not just within, like, our analytical, or hang on, if this was even remotely close to real life, this would happen or this would happen. In kayfabe as a character, this guy looks weak at this point. He looks like a guy that has failed, like, on two pretty high-profile occasions in Dynamite and Collision to do something about a home invasion, a guy over his baby's crib. So this gives him that, like, power back. The character needs a boost going into the match itself. Otherwise, on the night, you might just have people rooting for Swerve. Swerve's cooler and more fun and more mm. interesting, and we've not seen him ascend in the way we have Paige. You know, it's like the, the risk the fans just going with Swerve on the <laughs> night, I think. The baby terrorist, baby face. Yeah. But he feels like the winner, doesn't he? So it's like, I'm going to back, back him. Right. I'd also have uh, Prince Nana um, catch the glove when Penta throws it, stamp on it, and then do the dance towards Alex Abrahamis. Also great. So. Um, wear it on his hands when he yeah. oh yeah that's good do the wank sign yes correct <laughs> correct <laughs> um, there is the potential for a shock tonight as well <gasps> on Dynamite because it's uh, Sting and Derby versus the youngest men alive and I think they should go over I think the outrunner should be Sting and Derby thoughts I think that <laughs> almost, cost him. almost the exact opposite <laughs> scenario will unfold <laughs> I, the outrunners have been getting beat individually and together, yeah. like within seconds on collision, yeah. especially. Sting could have some fun here. It could do the twirl, and then the Scorpion Death Drop. This is going to go a matter of seconds. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a very funny match graphic. Which is why they should give them 30 seconds to do a cut a promo. I know the danger is we'll hang they on. They should do the like that juxtaposition of them hyping themselves up. Yes. Big, 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 big time and then like a squash. And I get it. Well, wait a second. They're, they're a sensational promo and they're going to completely babyface themselves. Just call Rarity, Aragon or whatever. Just call it a hole <laughs> at the end and then there you go. That's how you do it. Uh, are we going to get a first look at the physical threat of Jake Roberts' army? Are they going to... Because that's, that's the match, isn't it? Is that the match? I forgot that. That's collision. Six-man on collision with collision. that edger. Yeah. So, like, could he... Could, could they run in an attack and then mm. that edger makes a save and see you Saturday? If you didn't watch collision, and who did? Uh, the Righteous... Look at those readings, uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we got him. The Righteous and Lance Archer are now part of Jake the Snake's new army. Sounds like the game we play. Sounds like the game. Who's going to align themselves with Jake the Snake? And, uh, we literally played that game in the office and had Hamflick guess. Yeah. It literally sounds like a game that you would play on forums. Like if you were the spooky characters when you were 14 or whatever, you're like, well, that would be perfect, actually, because they're a kind of loosely similar. So do it now. Book yeah, it do it perfect. Book it to book in 101, Jake Robertson the Righteous, if yes. anything. Raven, Kane, yep. Mankind, Undertaker. <laughs> Super, like, yeah. Call them Dark Forces. Dark Forces. Dark so Forces with a Z at the end. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a season decision from Jeff Hardy tomorrow, probably. Hey, man. Hey, man. Dark Forces is taking on Jingo. Hey, man, I don't like to be no cop and no narc, man, but I'm a narc and that was my idea. <laughs> suppose they're all, uh, they're all everyone's ideas, you know. <laughs> Oh man, it was going to be so awesome. We were going to turn Dark Forces babyface. Why? Because they saw the light. <laughs> and then we became light forces. <laughs> I want to send you this letter. I don't want to do things by the book, though, so this is a desist and cease letter. <laughs> Great thing about wrestling is it's a blank canvas. Speaking of which, want to buy my new painting? 
It's nothing, but it's everything. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff. No, no, no. No, no, anymore. Uh, I think the outrunner should pin Sting for me. Right, yeah. Put, no. the, young, put the young lads over. <laughs> Have Christian Cage cost him. Give me the gift of your imagination. He <laughs> you had the canvas, but it's yours. It's everybody's. <laughs> Magi Nation. I say guy in the middle because it's actually an eye, a human eye. Why? Because I can see through it. <laughs> he was the original. You know, he was the original. Ask questions, guy, because rocks wide. Wide. <laughs> Nobody asked questions until Jeff Hardy came along. They have questions in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did, actually. And how do I know? Because I'm a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, there are. Oh, sorry my glasses there. Two women's segments for <laughs> this show. Only one match, obviously. That was like, that's bit, like a nuts. That was bitception there. I was like, that's, that feels like, like a bit, but he's actually doing it for real. Oh no, it's a bit again. Yeah. It's very clever. Acting. Uh, <laughs> Tony Schiavone's going to sit down with Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm to preview full gear. I can't remember which one of you said this first, but is this going to be half black and white? It is, because Tony Khan tweeted that it was and sort of spoiled the joke a bit, but he's excited. No, I think he's made the joke better. Okay. So the, it, Tony Khan's tweeted, X'd, posted, <laughs> um, Tony Storm has demanded that she should be filmed in black and white. Great, because it looks rubbish. Even Triple H had the good sense to knock it off with Karrion Cross after a week in 2022. Yeah. Mm. The idea that it's not just some stupid, stupid choice that kind of makes no sense. And it's just there because she's an old Hollywood damsel. <gasps> the idea that Tony Storm has said, no, I must be like uh, the diva demand. Mm-hmm. Like um, Elizabeth Taylor wouldn't come out of the trailer unless she got this like really ornate, expensive jewelry. Yes. That kind of thing. So it's tied into, uh, I don't know. I still hate it, but at least it Do we makes, get a rider for the live show. Speaks Phil and Nicholas about that. Yeah. There's some things I want in my trailer. It what? What? Skills. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got the shop. Yeah, but this is the beauty of it. You don't have to when you're this I think you have to. <laughs> I mean, I know, like... I wouldn't mind a kind of Mountain Dew, actually, if we are... Because they're, oh, like, yeah, they're like 150 over here, you know? So like, yeah. yeah, I know, like, it felt different for me and Hamlet when we were leaving Wembley Stadium after <laughs> All In, but it's not like with the Beals. <laughs> <laughs> two for two today, that. Yeah. NXT podcast on YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to... Uh, oh, they've put Luther back to boring ER, haven't they? Yeah. They used to be Luther. Used to be better. <laughs> Luther? Harry Luther? <laughs> I've already had... So we've got Geordie Luther and now earlier on in the office. This is probably going to come out <laughs> more on podcasts. The Geordie Shield. That absolutely broke me, that did. <laughs> Shearer. Hotel. <laughs> Indigo. <laughs> Indigo. Echo. Lima. Bella. <laughs> the shield. <laughs> would, would the marker on me? Shield. Shield. Still funny. Um, what do you think happens here, Sid? When? Uh, with the sit down. Ooh, some. Very subjectively received comedy that will uh, get not received well. I oh can't. No, it's the end of the day. That I bit that I can't can barely form. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
That's it. He does it so much better. Tony Schiavone, because he's sat right in the middle, and Tony Storm's side is black and white, has a full shave on the one side and looks like <laughs> and his jacket's got like an old like lapel on it or something because it's old Hollywood. That'd be great. And then he's modern, but then I mean, what did you do afterwards? Because you've just shaved off your beard. <laughs> just very specifically, just put half his body in black and white. Yeah. I think you'll look great. I think this is going to look great. That's a Fed fan in you. Sure is. Sure is, really. Dink. And finally, uh, there is yeah one women's match on this uh, show. Julia Hart versus Red Velvet. Now, uh, this could have just been some Twitter sleuths doing a bit of law digging, but uh, there was a Julia Hart post on one of the social medias where she was, in fact, not in black, but in weight with the uh, blue mist stains oh, in her yeah. hair. And she had the House of Black claws on that she has, but she was smiling. <laughs> so has she been... Does it turn out that the blue mist is the antidote to the evil corruption of the black mist? And she's like, been purified. She's been purified. Sky blue. She's got her own house. The House of Blue <laughs> is the ultimate counter to the House of Black. <laughs> and is that where this is going? Because the House of Black have been seen without... Julia Hart doing uh-huh. all her attacks lately, and Julia Hart had a title shot and it didn't go well, and now she has been cured of the cube. This is absolute hokum. <laughs> this is absolute hokum, and not enough gets talked about. Like, let's, you know. They might not do this, by the way. I know, I know. Let's, even if they're not doing this, the idea that a liquid has, <laughs> like, evil magic properties that can transform your personality. What are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? This is not too dissimilar to all that universe breaking WWE supernatural bollocks. Like, what's oh, the no, difference right. realistically between this and you know the Undertaker shooting lightning out of his cack or um, <laughs> a pretty small <laughs> bolt? <laughs> or or uh, I, got I got him. Is it Isla Dawn who touched the referee and they vomited oh, goo? so funny. That was amazing. That was weird because it was NXT. It's allowed there. That you just I mean? changed everything. It was like, we'll just do every match, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't wrestle. Like, if you can do that, why are you not the leader of the free world? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, what do you think you brought up? <laughs> Fair enough. Got some in charge of you now. Oh, sorry. I think I'm going to rob this bank. Well, I, as, as you know, I'm the cashier. And I think that you're not going to do that. <laughs> Right, okay, well, all the money's there. I'm going to just take off with all of this money and just live on a tropical island. She did it to the no, ref. Actually, I want to be a regular weekly wrestler. Change of plan. She did it to the ref. Tempor- I want to bump for a living instead. Yeah. What? Temporarily corrupted the ref. That created a distraction. And then I was like, get another ref out here. And she won with like a roll-up. And the second ref came with the fall. It was like, a useful use of make an option. It's terrible, this, all this. It's absolutely abysmal. Uh... But Julia Hart's been getting better, to be fair. I don't hate the... Like, Mist is cool. Red Mist. Yes, that'd be great. Mist is cool. Yes. A Mist spot's always awesome. I don't don't hate the idea that it's incredibly irritating to your eyes or it's painful or it can even put you in a blindfold. The idea that it can change your personality is, like, genuinely, like, anathema to me. It's in Undertaker versus Quang, where Quang uses a Mist and Undertaker catches it in his mouth and spits it back. (laughs) Seriously, that shoot happened. I can't remember this. Yeah, Undertaker. Nice drag wang. (laughs) (laughs) Nice drag wang, but I don't swallow. (laughs) I mean, that probably sounds like the most uh, awesome thing Undertaker's ever done. (laughs) That's right up there. (laughs) How do you say I've done something so sick? I know. It was uh, night. He'd just come back as Purple Taker in 94. 
I'll, uh, I'll dig out the match. Show me back in the office. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we finish up, though, uh, we have to get to the name of the game. Before we get to the name of the game, though, Sage, what's the aim of the game? The aim of the game is to identify to the hour, minute, and second the first time you hear the first note of the entrance theme for the first woman to emerge for the only women's match on the show. We do this in order to italicize, put in bold, and underscore just how apathetic and formulaic and repetitive and meaningless all of this is. And it used to work a lot better when it was always on the same time and started to do the old switcheroo to catch out those asshole Brits, but I don't care. It used to work a lot better. I was like, I think it's going to be one hour 22. No, no, you're wrong. It's going to be one hour 23. Oh, it was one hour 22, 30 seconds, actually. <laughs> that was the aim of the game. Well, the pun aside, but we're still going to play it. Mm-hmm. We're still going to... You're still going to bore you to tears <laughs> with this bit until they change their ways. Persistence is the only real type of protest because if you give up... That's how the machine wins, man. That's how they get you, man. <laughs> That's the aim of the game. I had a carriage one called Ladies Night. He rode a horse in that armor. It was night with a K. Do you get it? Always <laughs> <laughs> catchphrase. Do you get it? Because <laughs> nobody gets me, man. And the aim of the game is I'm trying to do this. Should I do the style prox by chat? Yeah. <laughs> And this is ladies' night, and I'm thinking, oh, what a night. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Shout another, another hit. <laughs> Shout to uh, because I've been putting letter S in front of all my hits. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Adam Blair at Adam Wilton Four and uh, Jose Palomares at the Ho Eleven, who uh, took care of business last week with Adam Blair being in. Cyprus? Cyprus, yeah. Cyprus, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won last week, so I'll go first. What are they in charge of? Oh, yeah. Um, they're always in charge of the... Uh, data. Data, man. <laughs> data controls everything these days, man. That's a damn shame, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the exact... This business used to be about different kinds of data. It used to be about dollars and cents. <laughs> And I don't spell that C E N T S, get it? <laughs> I came up I with sell it C E N T Z. I came up with this thing. I say if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. <laughs> kind of first guy to say that, huh, Chris? I took a phrase they call the elephant in the room, and I made it literal. I got an elephant in my room. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like the tinfoil. I had to let him go. <laughs> Uh, I put him on a quad bike, <laughs> sent him on his way. He did some killer kickflip. <laughs> <laughs> it informed part of my uh, it's new song. It's a bit abstract. It's called Elephant on a Quad Bike. <laughs> I wrote another Elephant song. I wrote another song. On the bike. <laughs> I wrote a different song. Elephant man. on the bike. <laughs> A different song. See if you can see the double meaning of this. Now the elephant packed a trunk. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's how you get it. Do you get it? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Off she went with a trumpety trump. <laughs> and that's how we became president. <laughs> Ask questions. Do you get it? My brother's still <laughs> booked around here. Do you get it? <laughs> no, Jeff. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm going to do the exact same time the women's match was last week. 
Because I think this is going co-main. Send oh, the it's a big title. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One twenty fifteen. Thank you, Jose, for the uh, time from last. That's week. not what you said. Oh, you think it is right? Yeah, not your thing, guys. So one twenty fifteen. Stitch. No, 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 I'll give you a chance to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I go one at the top of the hour. <laughs> yeah. I'll go a bit later just because I think they're getting a bit less. Okay. Uh, what did you say, 120? 120.15. I'll go 127. Just <sighs> just to be different. Short main event. Just flat? 127 and, I don't know, 12. I'm going to go, I'm going to split the difference, actually. <laughs> I'm going to go with 123, man. <laughs> <laughs> More than that. <laughs> there we go. Okay, I'll go 112. In 61 seconds, <laughs> trying to figure that out. My minutes last longer. <laughs> 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 right, uh, let's know your thoughts ahead of AW Dynamite tonight on X, man. <laughs> uh, at what culture WWE watch? They can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, and we did a podcast earlier on. I'm not sure if we've mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> what Culture Wrestling Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, if you want to go and listen to that. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, to review AEW Dynamite. <laughs> but for now, this has been the Dynamite Preview. My thanks to Hamlet for Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 